Welcome to Maiden Speech. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, self-worth and mindset coach and portrait photographer from New Zealand. And you are in the right place to get uplifted, empowered and inspired. I'm so lucky to have amazing guests come on and share their wisdom about all things related to personal development and being the best version of ourselves. I'm really passionate about reminding people that they are good enough and to have honest and vulnerable conversations where we connect on a real level and have lots of laughs. You can find me on Facebook at at Monica Ferguson Coaching, where you can join my group for extra inspiration. And I'm also on Instagram at mon3.0. Thanks so much for being here and please reach out and connect. I would love to hear from you. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to my latest episode of Made in Speech. Monica Ferguson here, and I'm so excited to bring this episode to you. I've just got off the phone with Lucina, who is New Zealand's first bachelorette, and she fully just opened up about her experience on the show, what it was like coming out the other end, the backlash, the way that she builds herself up, her own self-care and self-worth stuff, so much goodness. She completely opened up. We laughed so much. Cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Enjoy. I feel like we should start this podcast by making a boomerang, which I've never done before. But I feel like you have you, a boomerang. Yeah, if you've got um wine, surely if you've got a drink, you need a boomerang, right? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? All oh, right. I do this all the time. Go. Okay. Cheers. <laughs> That's so Wait, funny. Are you have to put it up to the camera thing. No, I got it. Hang on, I can do it again. This is, this is so exciting for everyone listening, but I am having the time of my life, and that's what counts. Okay, are we ready? Here we go. Ready? Go. Cheers. <laughs> I love that. Okay, that cool. well? It's awesome. I will send it to you later. Okay, let's be serious professionals now. Um, are you ready? <laughs> oh, so ready. Wow. I just got, I got that tingle of yeah. the seriousness. <laughs> First things first, thank you so much for taking time out for this. You're very welcome. I'm totally happy to be here. I liked, you know, when you first got in touch, I liked the message that you were giving, that you were putting out on your podcast. So I was super keen to be a part of that kind of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. And I know that you don't do a lot of interviews and stuff, so that's even cooler for me. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Not that this is really an interview, but I, I, um, I thought a while back that that kind of stuff everyone has their sort of own agenda and I thought if I ever wanted to get my point across talk about anything then I could just use my own platforms and do it like that and not that the media haven't been so supportive because they really have a part of it was just um me trying to move past or you know move past the bachelorette bubble I guess yeah on my own yeah when did it all finish for you uh, it's finished filming in December last year, and then the reunion was in um, early mid, like the tenth of March. Oh, true. 10th, yeah, yeah, 10th. yeah. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, so it's been actually it's been a while, and I've just been living my like my life for so long now that it's um, you know, and it obviously wasn't. Well, it was just a whole big drama. It's a show, obviously, but um. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of being like dragged back into the into the bubble again. So Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah, into the bubble. Look at you go. That's <laughs> I know. It was such let me tell you, girl, it was such a bubble. People don't realise, but it was kind of when I was in it, at some stage I'm so sorry, I'm, my fireplace is just 
the heart is so needy. It takes a lot of, I might need to go and put just some more on it. But anyways, um, no, it's so funny because you really are in this bubble when you're in it. it, it it's so, it's all you talk about and the boys aren't allowed their phones and they're not, you know, the producers talk about them, talk to them about you for hours on end. And so it just becomes this thing to just, all encompassing it's actually crazy it's like a big experiment really yeah it's crazy because I guess you have no idea when you watch you know because it is so like it's a what a one-hour show it's like how much footage actually goes into that you know how much footage mm. is created and then how much do you actually see <laughs> mm. I mean I don't Watching it back, I don't see any of the stuff that goes on with the guys, right? So, <laughs> so watching all the drama, I mean, you hear about it and you're meant to talk about it as some of your drama points on your dates, but you don't actually know what goes on. You only are hearing it from the guys that tell you. It was a very biased, I guess, side of the story. But when you're watching it back, you're kind of like, wow, <laughs> I did not know that it went down like that or I did not know that they acted like that or whatever. It's just so interesting to watch. Yeah. So and to hear what they say to you because you've never heard that behind those doors, you know? And what's it like watching yourself on TV? <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely, it's pretty confronting. Yeah, it's pretty confronting to be honest. It's, um, you know, your, your own worst, everyone's their own worst critic. So you, I'm definitely watching it and thinking, oh, I shouldn't have said that or, oh, I can't believe I do that or my hair looks like this or the way I articulate that. You know, you, you're just so, and especially me, just especially my type of personality, I'm so self-critical. But also, it's weird watching it because it's very heavily edited as well. So I'll be there's sentences that I didn't even say in a row that they'd kind of splice together. And I'd be like, I did not, that was not, I, mean, I wasn't even talking about that person or I wasn't even, that wasn't even the situation I was talking about that happened a fair few times when I was watching it. And I was like, I, I was actually talking about this other situation that we had together, but they've, they've used that phrase that I said in regards to that situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's such a show I didn't realize, but hey, whatever, then, you know, great, great show. Lots of people liked it. So I guess it did its job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I kind of like, I want to bounce because I know obviously you were on the show, but that's not really our focus. So, um, but like what we were just saying in our excellent conversation yeah. before we started recording. <laughs> as yeah, you do, <laughs> um, always just, the way. I know, but just drawing some parallels between. I know you don't watch Married at First Sight, but I do. Um, I'm the reality TV show queen, obviously. No, these are actually my two shows. That I <laughs> but I've, I've seen snippets on Instagram, so I kind of know what you're talking about. But tell me again with the, with the girls. Yeah, well, we were just talking about how it's been really interesting watching TV. And, like, because, I mean, I was watching things like The Bachelor when I was a kid. And, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. Prince Charming. And we're kind of raised, right, to, to think about this fairy tale ending. And you need to find your match to be complete and all this kind of stuff. And it's been really interesting yeah. that all of a sudden there was you. Mm -hmm. And then there was um, this lady Michelle and this lady Connie who were on Married at First Sight. Who were both like, you know what? I, this doesn't feel good to me. I'm complete on my own. I'm awesome on my own. I'm confident. I know what I want. And then just left, just walked away. And I'm just like, yes, like fist bumps at home from my yeah. couch, you know, and how awesome yeah. that is now. But 
but there are women in the public eye giving this sort of example for people, you know? I mean, that is freaking awesome, isn't it? I mean, that is, I've got so much to say about that actually. Gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going to harp on. But um, (laughs) it's funny because us as women, now we're feeling more empowered to do that kind of thing. And you're right, traditionally it may not have been acceptable to, that may not have been an option. And so I'm so stoked to hear that there's women out there who are courageous enough to, to say, you know what, I just choose myself. On the flip side to that though, it's not like we haven't been doing this for years, but still doing it, you feel like, you, you feel like, what's the word I'm looking for? You're breaking new barriers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it shouldn't have to be that. It, I feel like definitely making my choice, I knew it was going to be, I knew I was going to face a lot of backlash and, and, and I knew it was kind of groundbreaking stuff and no one has done it before and there's never been a bachelorette that's not true, that it's not picked anyone. But that's kind of at the same time as, as, as empowered as I felt doing it. It's kind of sad that I was the first one and that I, and I'm so proud to be a pioneer for something like that, but it's sad that I have to be. Why is this, why are we only coming around to terms with it now? Do you know what I mean? Why is society only letting us feel like we can do it now? And still, I still face a lot of backlash, you know, and I still, lots of people were disappointed and they felt like it was a waste of their time. It's never, never a waste of your time to be able to stand up and choose just yourself if that's, if that's what feels right for you. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I love that so much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. People yeah. can, people can judge, but they don't actually know what happened. Um, no. And at the, at the yeah. end of the day, like why should you do something that doesn't feel right for you just because someone else expects it? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? <laughs> not only, absolutely, not only for me, but how awful is it that I, I know that it's not right for me and I get into a relationship how awful is it, is it for the other person too, me having to fake it? I mean, not they, I'm sure for the guys, they would be much happier knowing that I chose not to be with them if I knew it wasn't right and having to kind of be in a fake relationship. Like, they wouldn't want that either, you know? Totally. Um, yeah, and, and for those who, so, but I get it, people were just disappointed because, and that's what I mean by the, it's unfortunate that, we have to battle against this, but the show was made to, to pick a Prince Charming or to pick your person. The show was never set up for you to just pick yourself. That's not what it's about. And I guess it's not why people watched it, but that's sad in a way. It should always be, and this is just a note to the bachelors or bachelorettes of the future. It should always be, you know, the choice should be at the end. Maybe someone, maybe no one, you know? if it's not right, because you're put with, uh, there were 20, there were 10 guys for me, 10 guys for Lily, like, it may be, you know, as is life, that no one's there for me, and that's okay, and I should have, you know, that's okay, so. Yep, totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay, I have so many questions coming to my head now. Um, <laughs> first things first, which one should I ask first? Yeah. First, yeah. I'm curious to know, what, like what are your sort of practices for your own like self-love and self-worth? Because I feel like 
not many people would be strong enough to do what you have done. Mm. Uh, I, I'm so lucky and you've probably seen them on the TV, obviously, but I am so lucky that I have such a supportive network. I've got a really supportive family and I've got really supportive friends and I've got a strong ass mum who brought me up just the same. So I, I knew I was going to face some wider public backlash, but to be honest, I had such a close tight knit support network around me. And so a lot of my self care revolved around just talking it with through with them, saying how I felt to them, getting reassurance from them, getting advice from them and just, and so I was able to just talk it out, never talk about it with producers and things like that. Cause they obviously have their own agenda. So mm-hmm. it's definitely good to have just people who really have your back, who are on your side, um, communicating how you're feeling. So I think, yeah, I think, I think just having a good support network is part of your self care. Yeah. You know, people you talk to. Totally. So what was the backlash like for you when it all came out on, especially social media? What was that like for you? Um, I started getting the backlash a little bit earlier than just the end. I guess when I, um, when people like Kuma Michael walked out and stuff like that, because he's such an awesome guy and people were obviously, <laughs> yep. you know, real big fans of his and people get so, they feel so hard done by when guys like that leave. And so um, I just stopped watching it all. I, I deleted, I kind of blocked everything Bachelorette and I just started living my life and everything that I was told was by people that loved me and they were kind of drip feeding me little things like, hey, this is out there, this is out there about you. Um, and it, obviously it hurts, you know, you, I'm not um, a robot. So it just, it, it definitely, there were a few um, tears along the way and me just venting how I feel. But like I said, that support network really kicked in and, and everyone, everyone was telling me that, you know, those that matter don't care and those that care really don't matter. And that's so true, you know? Um, and to be honest, there was backlash, which is what I was expecting, but I, I wasn't, I don't know, nothing can prepare you for it really. I was expecting way worse towards the end because I could see where it was going and I was like, Oh, everyone's just going to hate me and be like, can't believe she didn't pick anyone, but there was just this whole bunch of people who were really, really supportive and encouraging. Just people that have been watching it, just people like you, people, so many people are messaging who aren't as vocal as that, you know, those nasty few who kind of feel like they have to say their part, who yeah. are just nice, normal people who just understood. Even if they didn't, even if they had their secret favorites, you know, they were really understanding of that I'm a human being. I get to make my own choices. I have to, I'm the one in a relationship, not anybody else. Um, and they were so, so supportive. And so, and so I just blocked out, they blocked out, not really me, they blocked out all the noise. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so they, good. They helped me. Yeah. They helped me face all that backlash really just knowing that there were so many silent supporters who were just normal people who would never write, you know, things on on social media who just came to me personally and privately and and were just so supportive so yeah it was nice that's the thing with keyboard warriors right they are loud (laughs) 
oh my gosh. Because do you know what? My mum sent me this, um, my mum sent me this article actually about trolling. <laughs> because, you know, she's just kind of, my mum's, you know, a researcher and she's, um, she's so academic and she sent me this long um, article. And it was talking about trolls and how, and the, the three key things that they, that make them do what they do. It's like one, um, and, and on a, oh my gosh, how, oh, how do you say this word? Um, anonymity? Anonymity? Anon- <laughs> and an- <laughs> Smashed it, we got there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's being, it's that sense of being anonymous. And it's a sense of um, also this broken glass, broken window um, phenomena. Have you heard of that? No. Broken phenomena. So it's like people who, um, oh, frick, I've lost it. Hang on, it's on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> a broken glass or something. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I got this. I got this. Can we edit this bit out? <laughs> no, we're keeping it real. This is some real life stuff right here. This is going to be an hour of me just looking through my phone about this broken glass thing. But it's the, the idea is that, um, is that people like tend to chip it like people that see a broken glass, a broken window, chip away at it. And other people just come out of interest and kind of start chipping as well. Not because they particularly are invested, but if they see something, it's kind of, it's kind of that thing where they just want to have a go and just, and just add their two cents as well. Not that they feel strongly about it, but they see other people doing it. And then, um, yeah, and that sense of being anonymous. So those two things kind of, um, you know, and it's just like hurt people hurt people. I don't know. So, so it didn't, the, the kind of trolling. Oh, the other thing I noticed, it's the same, say, 10 people. I mean, it's more than that, but it's the same 10 people who comment on everything. So they just, so it'll be, they, they dislike me intensely. And then they'll be like, she's this, she's that, she's that. And then they'll keep writing it. So it looks like lots of people have said stuff, but it's the same person just saying a hundred comments on every platform, on Facebook, on Instagram, on whatever, Twitter. And they just, you know, and it's the same like Sharon, Karen and Darren from whatever. <laughs> and just, you know, they just, uh, just, you know, they just keep going and it's like stop or just go, I don't know do something different <laughs> it's really so. interesting eh? like understanding why people do that sort of thing as well um but i love that thing about hurt people hurt because that's the thing it's like it takes the sting out of it straight away i mean to a point because i remember yeah do you know that um that comedian sarah silverman have you heard of her no, i'll send a link to her later she's hilarious but she there was this thing that went viral like a few years ago on twitter and someone, she was on Twitter and someone just attacked her, like ripped her to shreds, like super vicious. What? What? Her, oh, I can't even remember. It was just some like hateful thing. And her response mm. was legendary. I mean, she's a comedian and she's pretty, um, you know, politically incorrect. So it's like, she could have just ripped this guy to shreds, but she didn't. She said, mm. she commented and she said, man, like there must be something awful going on in your life that you're like this to a stranger. And this guy ended up opening up to her and he came back and he was like, yeah, actually I'm in like chronic pain. Like I broke my back or something to do with his back. And in the end she got him help. She got um, like doctors for free to help him and like resolved this whole thing. And I love that so much that from that understanding that hurt people hurt, like 
someone who feels good, like they don't sit and attack people on the internet. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And, and oh my gosh, it's so true. That's why I never take anything to heart. And, yeah. and luckily, like I said, come, always come back to that support system. I've been taught really well that, that hurt people hurt people. Like no one I know, not a single person I know, would say anything mean about someone else on a, on a social, on a public level like that. Yeah. No kind of just well-adjusted, I'm not trying to be critical of trolls, but you know, <laughs> no, sort of, <laughs> um, no, just normal person wants to hurt someone else so badly like that. Yeah. And, and so it honestly, it, it, it does, it, I sit there and I think about who are the type of people that would actually say something like that or write something like that or have that kind of, sure, have that opinion. You know, lots of people are definitely entitled to your own opinion, but to, to, to try and put someone else down like that, I just don't know who does that. And it just must be someone who's really hurting somewhere, really isolated somewhere. There's so many reasons, but just not a, obviously not um, a happy person in some way. Because do you know any happy person that would do, you know, that would do something like that? No. No, no, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So interesting, the the, the whole trolling thing. But no, yeah, I really don't. I mean, if enough people do it, you know, it pricks you a little and you're like, oh, if enough people are poking away at you. But um, I really don't take, I really don't take that into account because there's so many more people who are just so nice honestly they were the ones that made me cry more than people that say bad things people that say nice things you know when people are like are you okay and you're like i'm fine and they're like are you okay and you're like i'm fine yeah. <laughs> you, just, uh, <laughs> you just start crying or because just it's 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 people that show empathy or people that have your back even people that don't know me have my back and it's yeah. nice I guess yeah. that's the thing, eh? because they mean it. That's the thing. For, for you to reach out with kindness like that, you don't do that for no reason. So it's like, oh my God, feel the connection. hundred <laughs> percent. And I've had so many people being like, I would never usually reach out to, to someone, you know, so a celebrity or whatever. I would never usually do that. Or I've hardly ever, ever posted on Instagram. Or I don't even know how to work this thing, but I just wanted to let you know, blah, blah, blah. Like we support you or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's just those people who have taken the time out of their day to just show, just because they probably knew what it was like, how hostile it was out there and just wanted to say their part. And I was so grateful. Um, yeah, it's just nice. We've got a cool, we've got a cool community in New Zealand. We really do. I'm not worried about the, you know, five people that say, that say nasty things. Yeah. <laughs> five <laughs> times on the same people. post. Five times on every <laughs> platform. Like, oh my gosh, man. <laughs> Have a glass of wine with Mon and I. Yeah. <laughs> <Chill out. laughs> you know, not Mon's wine because it's great. How's it going, by the way? Since I saw you take a sip before another. Yeah, I'm, I am getting through it. I'm not, I'm yeah. still not convinced <laughs> that it's safe. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> but it's okay. We'll see tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll get an angry text from me um, tomorrow. <laughs> I know, my bowels are not working, bitch. <laughs> um, do you know what? On that note, though, people say nice things. It's really, it's kind of, 
like a domino effect, I would say. Yeah. And that I was thinking, wow, it's so cool you would do that for someone. It makes me want to do that for someone else. So if I see something that I, that I like or that I support or if someone's getting bullied that I don't agree with, I'm, I, it makes me want to, be, want to reach out more. And say, you know, hey, I think what you're doing is real cool. Don't worry about it. And, and, and hopefully then they do. And it's, and it's a domino effect. So all the people that have done it to me inspires me to do it to other people and just share that um, supportiveness, I guess. Totally. Yeah. And, and this is where I love social media. The fact that mm. you can feel so connected to someone you don't even know, but it's like people can be so mm. open. Like the fact that, yeah. for example, I could Good just... In a bad thing. thing. Yeah, there are, there are good, there are definitely good things and definitely bad things. But I think when social media is used well, it's like you can mm. just be an open book and you've got this amazing ability to truly connect. I mean, look at, you know, lockdown right now. People are more connected than right. ever. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. My brother called me the other morning. My brother who never, never, never answers the phone ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was here and I was like, hello. And he um, goes, Hey, what are you doing? I just want to talk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's such a surprise. If you know my brother, it's such a surprise to get him on the phone. <laughs> I was thinking, are you, are you, okay. Hey, you have something happening to you to correct. <laughs> but no, it's, nice. it's nice. This sense of community, you know, it's nice. I mean, to be more interactive. Do you know what I wonder? What would have happened 20, 30 years ago without the internet. Was the internet around 20, 30 years ago? <laughs> no, I had dial up when I was a kid. So no. Oh, I don't yeah, think that five. Maybe it was just that, but it was old school. Like no one can zoom on dial up. That's just no, not no. <laughs> it's not a thing. Hey, it's not feasible. <laughs> the connection is so poor. It would be freezing every second. Can you imagine? Yeah. Um Yeah, what what would have people done if this kind of thing had hit 30 years ago? I don't they would have all been know. home writing letters. I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> Sending pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> but then at the same time, I also think it wouldn't have been such a shock because there was way more community to begin with. It would have been like a little holiday. Like, oh yeah, we'll just spend yeah. time with the family. But I think now, yeah. like we don't even know who our neighbours are. You know, we've got, we all put up these big fences and like, get out. This is my section. You know, um, I was on a call oh, a couple of nights ago. I was on a call. And it was so funny. It was such a good point. Someone was like, a friend of mine, she said, oh, my friend video called me without asking if it was okay first. And she was like, who even does that? And it was so, it was so funny because like, that's so true though, right? Like you have to text someone yeah. out to see if it's okay to call. Um, yeah. Let alone, you can't just rock up to your neighbor's house and knock on the door and be like, hey, do you want to have a cup of tea? It's like, it doesn't work that way. We're so sick. You reckon, that you reckon it was more like that before? Yeah. Yeah, back in the day, they would have just been more into But then, but then, in saying that, but back in the day, the, you're not in contact with people so regularly. Yeah. So, so going over to your neighbours happened, I don't know, whatever, once a week or something, or like seeing your friends happened. Because do you remember when you wanted to see your friends, you'd call them and you'd, and you'd go, hey, um, what are you doing next Saturday at 12 p.m.? Do you want to meet at the mall? Yeah. And then you'd, you'd wait till next Saturday. Whereas now, there's not a day that goes by you where you wouldn't 
text your friend about something or share something. So it's kind of like you're in constant contact. Yeah. Does that make sense? It it does. It's a weird weird irony in, in in where we're more in contact but then we're in less, maybe quality contact. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that. Yeah. That's it. I like that because that's the thing. I think with things like you know the story and Snapchat and stuff, we can send stupid yeah. stuff to each other constantly. But it's not the same as actually sitting and putting your phones away and looking at each yeah. other and being present. Yeah. You know, it's like it's yeah. so different. Like one of my one of my best friends, he. Um, whenever you go out to dinner with him or whatever, he turns his phone off and puts it away and it will not come out at all. It's so nice. He's the one that calls me though. And I always give him a hard time because it's like, he didn't text first to ask if he could call. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> too much, bro, too much. Yeah. <laughs> He's so old stuff. Like if you text back, he'll ring you and you're like, oh, but it's nice. Um, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's nice. I get that too. I get that where someone rings and I'm like, oh, I don't want to answer because it feels too personal. <laughs> it's so weird eh it's crazy like, or yeah tell me when you're going to call i need preparation it's so weird but it's <laughs> nice of your put his is his phone down during um dinners and stuff like that i think i need to be more mindful to do that because there are definitely times where i go through where i'm you know pretty busy on my phone um and then there's times where i where i am aware that i need to put it down but um, that's a really good, people should do, people, we should have off screen time, off phone time, you know? Yep. Uh, we definitely need to unlearn some of this stuff, some of this reliance know, that right? we have. <laughs> I know. But what, yeah, legit, what would people be doing if they didn't have social media right now? Wouldn't be doing TikTok and making banana bread. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Everyone suddenly is on TikTok and is a baker, apparently. <laughs> I, I've seen so many yum cakes, honestly. <laughs> and my mum my goes to me, listen, you could use this time to um, learn how to cook. <laughs> I was yeah, like, okay, <laughs> maybe. But then I just yeah. slept for three days. So <laughs> Like, mom, I'm already a doctor. I have crushed life. Like, <laughs> I don't need to learn how to cook. Yet. <laughs> what more do you want from me, mom? <laughs> she should say grandkids. <laughs> she'd say 15 grandkids from just me. Yeah, that's true. Never ask your mum what she wants from you. Never, never. Hey, um, shall we crack into some of these questions? There are so many here. I need to figure out devise some sort of system oh yeah sorry <laughs> so thank you though and thank you on behalf of the people that um all messaged there was more than that i just didn't want to overwhelm you <laughs> man i reckon that's so cool i might just like look at um just whatever ones you find interesting or and then i can get back to people on my own as well this is a good one what makes you happy oh that is such a good one so i um I remember a time in my life where I was so, so happy. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, nothing, nothing is, could beat right now. I'm just so happy in life. This was, I was seventh form and I was volunteering at Trader. Do you know what Trader is? Yeah. In New Zealand? Trader store. Yeah. <laughs> I've been for six years volunteering. So I, I was volunteering there and I had a best friend, Rachel, and we were best, best, best friends in high school. 
and I had my bud, I had my family who I love. I was working this volunteer job and I was just happy in life. I had this little boyfriend who I was seeing. <laughs> um, but it wasn't about the boyfriend, it was that I had such good friends and I felt fulfilled in that I was doing this volunteer work and I, and I just loved my life at that, at that second. Um, and, and I think I always look back at that and think what were aspects of that that made my life really happy at that time? And I think it's one that I had just such good relationships. Um, so I had my best friend and my family and, and I just, I was like full with, with in that, in that aspect. And also I was doing something for someone else with that volunteer job that I loved. And so that was fulfilling as well. And I just think, so then I try and keep that up in my life. Um, those couple of things, because I know that they're tried and true, make me, you know, they're things that make me happy. Yeah. Having relationships, really actual good relationships, you know, not, not fake, like Insta friends or whatever. Um, but really true. I mean, I don't have any, I follow everyone I follow. I, I, I know personally, um, but just true, true relationships and, um, and doing stuff for others, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes yeah. sense then why you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Good no, choice. That's no, <laughs> no. <laughs> my mom because she was like, no, no, actually she didn't say the doctor at all. Um, yeah, no, that's very true. Honestly, it's so cheesy, but when you talk to people about why they want it, the majority of people, um, but why they want to be doctors, they come up with this cheesy answer and it's like, I want to help people, but it actually, there's just no way else to to say it you, you you do you don't do it for the money because it's just you work way more than you would ever like be paid for and you mm -hmm. don't do it for the title because people um I don't know in this day and age it's not really a thing but you just do it because you want to help people so yeah that's so cool and I love that too because service is the way to feel good like it truly is I, I yeah, I started out my career in mental health um, and I just support people who lived in the community. And that was my number one thing for them was to get people feeling well and good is to get them serving other people. It gives you a purpose. So you get people volunteering and doing stuff like that. And all of a sudden it's like, when you realize it's not about you, it does, it gives you this whole mission. It's um, very satisfying. Yeah. yeah. It's very fulfilling, isn't it? It gives you kind of a purpose in life. Totally. It is so cool when you did that. I love that. That's awesome. Good on you. I'm so glad that I'm reading these questions for you because some of them are just, I mean, just amazing. <laughs> Why don't you post <laughs> I saw you answered one of these in your stories already. Why don't you post any more booty pics though? <laughs> <laughs> Oh I was a joke at first. I'm like, is this a real question? Does someone actually want to know this? Are you joking? And then there was like ten of them. Um, I don't know. I've got a big butt. I'm I'm Samoan and I'm Caribbean, so uh, it's just it's there. Bless. What can I, what can I do? Yeah. <laughs> I got it for my. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mum. Yeah. So. Some of these are interesting. Some of these people needed to watch the show more because even I can answer some of these questions for you. Oh, can you, can I, can you, is this cut out? I think something happened to our reception for a second. Yeah, our internet can is you, Can you pick a question and then you answer it? Are you vegan? Well, oh. hang on. <laughs> hang on. 
Don't, they obviously didn't watch the episode where the boys were fighting for chicken for you because you don't eat red meat. So, amateur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, girl, you watched it. You it's watched like stalker, it. Right? It's just on the spot. I am committed. <laughs> You really commit. That is so funny. I have people. I have people coming up to me on the street with with their dogs, and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, hi!" And I'm like, "Hi!" And they'll be like, "Don't, don't. Um, oh, sorry, don't worry about my dog. He's really, really harmless because they're watching. They know I'm scared of dogs. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's so sweet. Oh my god, this is a great one. Well, I'm gonna even name her Annie Lee. Hi, I just cut my hair. Do you agree? <laughs> <laughs> we need a photo Annie send a photo through you've got yeah, a 50 50 if you are feeling like a fresh queen then yeah I'm all about it if you hate it I'm sorry <laughs> hey it's three to six weeks to go back <laughs> um okay so some of these are so interesting okay let's go with this one this is a safe one Positive mm-hmm. affirmations you tell yourself to feel better when you're not feeling your best. Nice. Oh, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, this is so, this is going to sound so <laughs> cringe. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But I, but I, oh my God, I don't even want to say it. This sounds cringe, but it's not, it's not an inflated sense of self-worth. It's not. I just like the idea of it. It just bring, it just gives me that kick I need. But I, I tell myself that be a unicorn. It, that's so weird. That's, and it's such a little thing. But I just tell myself, like, be, you are a unicorn because they're kind of powerful, magical, transcendent things and they don't, and they, it, it's so hard to explain. I get and it. You, really, unicorns are my do, thing. I'm not even joking. All my friends would say unicorns are my sign. I look for them everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> My friends will be laughing. I am so like right out. This is so cool. Didn't do you, do you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah. Because I'm, I mean, you be superhuman, you be rare, you yeah. be magical, you be, you yeah. stand out. Do, you know, I and, totally and that, get it. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent. I love that so much. That's, I'm going to borrow that from you next time I need a little. <laughs> and I also actually, um, so that's my secret mantra to myself. And it's not just me. Like I think I'm, I'm the only one that's a unicorn. I think all women have their own unicorn, you know, just be your, you are a unicorn. So yeah. you all are so rare, are so magical. You have, yeah. But anyways, so that's my mantra to myself. But on my phone, I have this. Can you see that? Create the life you Is want. That backwards? Don't let anything stop you. No, I got it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that I've had this on my phone for a while now, and this is also another huge thing that I think. I, there's a lot of, oh gosh, I can go into another rant now, but there's a lot of, I had a lot of, not I had a lot, but there's people that are kind of, that can be so, well, you can't do this, you can't do that, or why shouldn't I, or why, why should you? And I just think it's your life, you create it exactly how you want to. If you want to, 
because I get quite a lot of questions about, um, you know, you're a doctor. How do you fit other stuff in? How do you fit travel in? How do you fit acting in? How do you fit the show in? And I just think why, how, of course I can fit it in because I want to fit it in because I want to do all those things and I want to, I want exactly this life that I want. Yes. Do, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Do everything you want to do. Do everything you want to do. You, you, you can. There's, have you read that book? Um, have, uh, oh my gosh, I've forgotten it now. <laughs> it's my favorite book too. And it's just maybe this wine. <laughs> um, oh no, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. What is the book I'm thinking about? And it's um, the the kid go. He's on that journey of self discovery, and it's written by a Brazilian. The Alchemist. Author. The Alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, sorry. I read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I right. got you, babe. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Enough wine for me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the Alchemist, um, of course. So, um, right. What a great message at the beginning, you know, when he does. It's like prelog thing. Um, he talks about you know we we go through life and we think we never tr- some people some people most people actually never try and go for their goals because they have this feeling like I why do I deserve that above someone else I can't go for that because I I don't I should I don't deserve to get that why why would I get it and so people kind of don't go after what they want mm-hmm. but I think why why not go after it? You do deserve it. You know, it's getting over that barrier of yourself. If you want it, you have to work hard. Yes. Nothing's going to come easy, but work hard and then get it. Yeah. You know? Oh, this is music to my ears. Honestly, these are the conversations (laughs) I have everywhere because that's exactly it, right? It's the, these limits that we put on ourselves. Like people are exactly the same with me and they're like, Oh, you're so busy all the time. I'm like, but it's all stuff that I love. Like it's not busy. It's, it's fulfilling my dreams you know um yeah yeah and then it's like yeah that you know before we started recording and I was telling you about how like my the basis of everything that I do it's self-worth and it's for that exact reason that people have to believe that they're deserving of these things in order to go after them yeah yeah where does that come from though do you know what I mean why do some people have that and why do some people not yeah, you know, I, I, you, obviously, and myself, we feel not that we deserve it, but we can achieve it if we try hard and we can get it. And but why do some people feel like they don't, they can't? Where does that come from? Why do some people have it, and why do some people not? Well, I think <laughs> one of the things is though that you cultivate it. So, you know, earlier when I asked you about your practices, it's like it doesn't just happen. Like you don't just wake up one day and be like yeah you know you've got to work at it you've got to um I mean some days you know but often you have to work at it like you have to have these things you have to have these mantras you have to have these processes that you fall back on to build yourself up you need to be learning growing reading the alchemist you know like yeah listening to putting yourself out of your comfort zone and every time you do it like every time you reach out to Lucina on Instagram and she says yes to coming on your podcast you're like yes like this is what I can do if I, if I be bold, you know, but that's it. And then it's like, you get a little bit more confidence and then it goes well. And you're like, wow, I could do this now. I could do this. What else could I do? Um, but it yeah. is, but it's also, I think, pushing through the discomfort because, um, yeah. things pushing are, through the rejection. Yep. And the resistance yeah. too. the resistance. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, you're always going to be open to rejection. Like we could put yeah. this out and people might hate it. It's like, well, 
we're making it for the people that that benefit you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so true. No, because why I ask is because there could there 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 may be people who try it are bold and try something a little different and get rejected and it sets them back so far and they go into this bubble and they're like, I'm never trying that again. Yeah. And then there are people who do it and set them back and, and they've learned so much and they go for it again. And yeah. so it's how how do you yeah, if you get set back and you let it get you down how do you is that a, is that just a personality thing is that do I, people, do people yeah. support I think there it is a personality thing to a point um like I know mm. people I was talking to my friend about this the other day certain yeah. people you know say to me things like you know when are you going back to university and when are you gonna you know settle down and get a mortgage and stuff like that and I said yeah. Um, that's not who I am. Like I'm never, this is, mm. this is who I am. Like, you know, mm. but I think the other thing, have you heard of um, Wayne Dyer? No. He's one that you would love. He's, he's actually, uh, now, but uh, he is one of the best like spiritual teachers ever. And um, he said, you know, in life, you've got to make one really important decision. And that is decide if you live in a friendly universe or an unfriendly one. And so I think that people like us, have decided that it's friendly. So that's why we keep going because we know that it's meant to work out as opposed to feeling like we're victims and everything's against us. That's how I think about it anyway. Gosh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah, nice. And it is so much about you decide. You decide if you live, oh, is yours shut? Oh yeah, it's for a second. You <laughs> decide if you live in a friendly or an unfriendly universe. Yeah. No one else decides it for you. You have that choice. Yeah. Do, do you, know, you have that choice. So if you feel like things aren't going for you, going well for you, but you, you can stop that kind of train of thinking and shift to a different train of thinking. That's the beauty of it. It's that it's up to you. And people might look at it as a negative, but it's actually a real positive that you get to decide how you want to live your life. Yep. 100%. You know? And also you get yeah. to decide what like the meaning is so if you come out of a situation for example the bachelorette you get to decide yeah. um how you view it do you view it as a positive thing that you're grateful for and that you've learned all these lessons and that you've had a chance to actually practice self-worth mm -hmm. yeah, because it's all very well mm -hmm. to sit at home going i'm a unicorn but when you <laughs> when you get into a, um, a situation where you're actually forced to apply it it's like that's where you really practice it and that's where you really embody yes. it you know yeah, mm. that is so true because I'm looking forward to, I mean, we've been in this Corona thing, but I learned so much from it. And I even think even my practice with my patients and with my colleagues now, I feel like a happier, more open person because those are things that I had to learn yeah. from the show. Um, and I feel better for it. But you're totally right in that for the show, from the show, for example, I asked, um, you know, people asked me questions way back when, a couple of weeks ago. And quite a few people were like, do you regret going on the show? And I do not at all. I mean, it's unfortunate how it was portrayed. It definitely didn't feel like that though. It definitely, I was so empowered with my decision in the end and I took away so much from it and it might look however, it might look sad, it might look however people interpreted it. I um, don't regret it at all because, and some people might, some people are like, oh, well, well is me, you know, people, aren't happy with me but I mean 
yeah, no, I just, you can only take the positives. I think no experience is a bad experience, you know? Totally. And that's because you live in a friendly universe. That's why. I No, and I chose to live in the friendly universe, right? 100%. And you chose it yeah. every day. That's the thing. And that's, I think that's another one of the big differences is that, yeah, like some days are easier to feel positive than others, but at the end of the day, you still choose, you know? Yeah, it's, um, that's the beauty of it. That's so on, nice. I like that. Honestly, after these conversations now, I don't even want to ask you these questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your makeup sorry. routine? I'm like... <laughs> oh, I actually... Oh, no, that's a friend of mine. I will answer that, but not, a, not tonight. <laughs> okay. That can be a private message. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking, what are the other cool questions that really jump out here? I mean, how have you found life after the show? Um, just a lot more people will recognize you and you can take, you can, and I don't know, you, um, just a lot more people recognize you, I guess. And you can, you can let it sit with you how, however much you like people judging you, but I choose not to do that. So I can imagine if I was a younger, more naive, more vulnerable me, and I was that person at some point, yeah. I would sit there and think, oh gosh, everyone's judging me and everyone hates me or whatever. Everyone doesn't like my decision and let that really affect me. Um, but I choose not to do that. So, yeah. Because there's yeah. way more people that are just loving and supportive and I'm happy with my decision, which is the most important thing because no one else has to, we've said this again, but no one else has to be in the relationship. Um, yeah. Um, to be in the relationship so if I'm happy um with my decision not to choose anyone because it wasn't right then I'm totally happy which I am which is good yeah. and actually no one else even knows what went down so they can't really comment anyway very <laughs> true. True. true um this is a good one if you were not working as a doctor what would you be doing oh um I love being a doctor. It's so hard because it's always, do you know what though? I'm such a big fan. I've said this in a speech once. I'm such a big fan of being a multifaceted, multi like talented person, yeah. woman of 2020. And I think we all can be that. I think being a doctor is not my, not my only thing. It's one part of me and it's something I really love, but it's not, it doesn't define me. And I think, if I wasn't a doctor, I'd be doing something for other people, but it's not just, I'm a doctor and that's it. And I can't be anything else. Yeah. I never, never think, I think I can be many, I can wear many different hats. And that goes down to the creating that, that this phrase I have on my phone, creating the life that you want. Um, for me, it's doing everything I want, um, everything that makes me happy and being this really kind of diverse person. And there's no, yeah, don't let people say that you can't, is what I've, is, yeah, it's my thing. I love what do you that. think? Yeah, what do I think? What, what do I think yeah. about what you should be if you're not a doctor? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm coming back to that. I don't know, I don't know, sorry, I didn't even answer the question, I went on to this rant. Um, what would I be if I wasn't a doctor? It would be definitely helping someone in some way. I really like traveling. Um, I'd be... Permanent volunteer? No, I don't know. I'd be 
You'd definitely be doing something with people. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I really, I, people give me energy. I like, like being on my own, but I more so like interacting with people. And I think, yeah, helping in some way, maybe a teacher of some kind or yeah, my family are all teachers. Yeah. Okay. Can I ask you one of the questions? One of the questions, one question about one of the guys. Sure. What do you Ooh. think Mike taught you? Um, it's so funny because I haven't watched any of the shows, but I'm getting from the editing. A lot of people are like, oh, you should go, go find Mike. You and Mike are meant to be together. It's so interesting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I didn't watch the show, but they clearly edited it in a way that makes it look like mm. we know. I don't think what, so. What did it look like? I didn't watch it. Well, I think that people like Mike because he's nice to look at. Um, yeah. I, what I saw, and this is just my interpretation, was that it didn't quite click between you two. It felt quite awkward at times. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't flowing. That's what I think. But I, no. I think people like Mike because he was quite um, sort of, I don't know, like forthcoming with stuff and pretty straight up. Um, and also, he's hot. Yeah. I mean, dreamy Mike, right? <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if I can set the record straight then, um, again, this is nothing bad about Mike. Mike is a really lovely guy, and they all were such nice, nice guys. They've really got not a bad thing to say about anyone. Yeah. But um, there was a lot of pressure, obviously, to be with Mike. Um, you know, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't know, and, and, you know, he was kind of brought on, I guess, for me in a way. Um, and it was set up, there's a lot of pressure from production to, to, to choose Mike. And on paper, me and Mike would look really good together, you know? Um, and it would yep. go with the show, like Lucina and Mike end up together, rah, rah, rah. But I felt, and, and it's nothing that you can, um, I can't explain it in any other way, but I just, I knew he wasn't the right person for me. I didn't, I, there was a lot of qualities that I, that I wasn't looking for in a partner that he had not, not bad. He's not a bad guy or whatever, but I just wasn't, um, it's just the things that I really need in a partner that he didn't have. And I, so I struggled a lot with, um, you know what it was. I didn't struggle to not, um, oh, what am I trying to say? Okay. What I'm trying to say is he, he, yeah, I'm getting confused now in my own words, but I'm trying to put it nicely because I don't want people to like think that I'm, I was mad about that situation. I wasn't at all. Um, it was just, I struggled with letting people down, I guess. And, and I knew that people wanted me to be with him. They'd say all the time, like, you just need a da 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 da, but you just need to be more open with him. You just need to do that. And in a way, I kind of became, um, I, I kind of, uh, um, what's the word when you, when you, um, lash out or you become stubborn in your ways cause you don't want to do something. I became a bit like resistant to oh, yeah. yeah. Because I knew that it wasn't right for me, but everyone else was like, just do it. Just kind of do it. Just take them on dates and just, why aren't you da da da? And I was kind of like, well, I don't have to, to do that I really don't feel that way about this guy um and so I kind of was just shutting down not only to him but to everyone really and I wasn't um 
And, you know, he was coming at me and production were coming at me and I didn't know how to say it in a polite way because, you know, as doctors, we're kind of people pleasers in a way. I didn't know how to say, I don't feel like this is right. And I think he could read it in the end. Um, and so he left on his own, which was good because I felt like I, I didn't, wasn't strong enough to, to do that. Mm. But looking back at it now, I definitely should have just said how I honestly felt, even if that was what no one wanted to hear. No one wanted to hear that. Everyone wanted to, it to be Mike, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just, I didn't know how to, how to say that at the time. Um, but yeah, I've learned now. Yeah. Heaps. Well, that's so yeah. cool because even that, in that short amount of time between that situation and the end, you were like, we're talking mm. about that embodying your self-worth between that situation mm. and the end of the show, you were able, you like found your voice again. You know, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, and so for that, I'm grateful. Do you know what I mean? I, I know everyone thought that we should end up together and I just gen, genuinely didn't. I don't know how they edited it. Um, but I just, I always felt just so, um, he's, he's quite a confronting um, personality and I just, I just, I don't deal with aggression very well. And so, um, and so I kind of just shut down. But after that, I learned that I needed to just stand up for what, how I was really feeling and not, even if that was, unfortunately, look, I don't feel that way about these people. That was okay. And so, and it's weird because I actually usually do stick up for myself really well, but I think in that situation, I, I didn't, I was disappointed with myself that I didn't get to say what I wanted at the time. I was disappointed in myself that I didn't just stand up for myself at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah. it didn't take you long to remedy it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After that, I was like, you know what? Crap, let me do what does not make me happy listening to everyone else and feeling guilty. I felt so much guilt. I mean, at, during that time with the Michael and Mike situation, I felt just tremendous amount of guilt from behind the scenes. They'd just be like, why do you do this? Why don't you do that? You, you, Ugh. oh it was just it was just so much on me it was heavy um but after that I kind of let go of feeling guilty and just and just doing what was right for me do you know what it was though it was we got back to New Zealand so after Mike left we went back to New Zealand like a day after that and my sister had arrived from New York because she had arrived for the hometown visits and I got back home and I got to see my family again and I felt so so much better I felt like I got my voice again yeah is that's what I needed I was in Argentina for so long and they were just chipping away at me and I felt I couldn't talk to anyone I mean I could talk to Lily Heaps but you know she was on her own journey too and I didn't want to rub anything that I was feeling off on her when I got back home to New Zealand I had my I had my you know my unit and I had my backup again and so then I felt strong enough to just really then say how I felt about things hmm so good so so good yeah so what interesting though hey yeah yeah so what do you think the biggest lessons or the biggest takeaways were for you from the show um I would say do your research a bit more (laughs) if you're going to do anything like this I definitely didn't I did it on purpose because I was trying to get it come in as authentically as I could but at the same time it's a show and so I had to realize I had to realize that but um 
It was, no, in all honesty, and I'm even doing this kind of in my dating life now, and I haven't really been on a ton of dates, maybe one or two here and there. But um, I, I, I do ask a lot of questions. I do in general. Um, and that's just in life. I had a lot of doctors and medical professionals reaching out after the show being like, I do that too. It's just because we're so used to talking about everyone else. And I always actually used to feel weird talking about myself. It was that kind of that deserving thing. And I'm a pretty confident person, but when it came to that, I was kind of like, oh, why did, why is what I'm saying important? It's not that important. What's, what's important about you? Let me tell, let me hear about you. And so a lot of my conversation would just be about other people. Yeah. Um, but I've had, I've learned that I, that people want to hear what I say as well. Um, and so opening myself up and, and, expressing how I am and it's not a it's not and being a bit more vulnerable with just like letting myself opening myself to people I've, I've learned that yeah awesome 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 yeah. now um we should probably start wrapping up because I think we've been talking for about an hour <laughs> or more. that went so fast I don't even know <laughs> <laughs> it was like blah 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 blah, blah. Um, yeah. and people feel like I'm not an open book but <laughs> No, it's so good. It's so good. I am. Um, yeah, there's some gems in there for sure. Um, so what I'll do is I will ask you one final question. That's all right. And this is from me, not from anyone else, because I've got you on the line. So <laughs> why not? Okay. So um, if you could go back and tell 15 year old Lucina one thing, what would it be? Fifteen-year-old Lucina, <laughs> <laughs> <Be> a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm not going to tell you anything because you are going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. You're going to go through such heartbreak where you cry every day and then you're going to go through, through such highs um and it's all going to lead you to a really good place so just keep doing you yeah oh so good <laughs> so, so good. i might say go get your skin quick skin fixed quicker because i had bad acne for a year and i should have got it done quicker but <laughs> but apart from that now nah, i would i'm happy with, with the light with all the decisions i've made i don't regret a single single thing and um yeah no Amazing. You've done a good job. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was such a that was such a rush. Oh my gosh, I feel on such a high now. Um, <laughs> now go down that wine, girl. <laughs> yeah, it's not the wine. I haven't even finished it. It's you. I'm on a high now. Um, but thank you so much for your time and for opening up. And I love this so much. But I, man, you must be an amazing coach for reals though, because those are like the things I'm saying and you just, um, you summarize them perfectly and you've got little anecdotes and you've got people that I should look up. So, um, I can't <laughs> imagine what you're finding. You must be, might have to come to you every now and then. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. You heard it here first. I'm coaching Lucina. Through <laughs> life, not really. It's so good. I actually feel like I need one of these chats every now and then. We'll get in touch. We'll be in touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meantime, I'll send you a list of people to read up about. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, good. I'm an uncle, so it's good. Yes. Okay. But anyway, thank you so much again, and let's stay in touch. Welcome. 
Thanks, thanks, Mom. See you later. Okay, Bye. see you later. Is this it? We go. We go.